Good morning, it's Monday the 26th of September. It's Lumberjack Day. Happy birthday, Serena Williams, Brian Ferry, Anne Robinson and Tracy Thorne. Saturday saw thousands of people march in Dublin in protest against the cost of living crisis ahead of the release of the budget on Tuesday by government. The march took place in Dublin city centre and was organised by the Cost of Living Coalition made up of trade unions, student unions, private citizens and supported by the opposition parties including Sinn Féin, Social Democrats and People Before Profit. Speaking to Virgin Media News, well-known social justice and homelessness campaigner Father Peter McFerry spoke about the effect of the current situation on young people. I don't understand why any young person with a qualification would stay in this country. They're never going to own a house. They're going to be renting from a landlord who can throw them out any time, paying exorbitant amounts of their salary to a landlord. So they are failing uh, young people, certainly, in this country. Sinn Féin's Mary Lou MacDonald addressed the crowd assembled in Merrion Square and speaking to Virgin Media after the event was clear to place responsibility on Fianna Gael and Fianna Fáil. The government needs to deliver and deliver very, very significantly to support people in the here and now and to give people a level of support and comfort and certainty going through the winter months. Speaking from Thoman Park in Limerick on Saturday, Thonisha Leavaragar says that he understands why people were marching but that the government is working to help them. They're seeing their incomes being eroded by high prices. So, you know, I totally understand why people are protesting today. And they will see on Tuesday a very significant intervention by government to help people and help families with the cost of living. Budget day is fast approaching with the government making last-minute preparations for Tuesday's announcement, which many hope will ease the cost of living crisis. According to a Department of Finance white paper published at the weekend, the government is now holding a public finance surplus of over €4.4 billion, far ahead of previous estimations, with July predictions by the department estimating a surplus of only €1.2 billion, which talks around changing tax bans so people on the top rate after 40000 salary. There's also concern around social welfare payments and how those who need it most will be helped by next Next week's budget. Heather Humphreys, Minister for Social Protection, spoke to Ortiz this week's programme on Sunday and didn't have good news for those campaigning for a 20 euro increase to deal with the rising cost of living. I've, I've outlined to you the cost uh, that a 20 euro across the board would mean. It would mean uh, over 1.5 billion. We know we have to work within limits, and uh, as I said uh, earlier, if we uh, if we if we uh, do that, uh, you know that means uh, you know what about the targeted measures? measures, uh, you know, for example, as I said, fuel allowance. And we must remember, uh, in, in terms of the budget, there are 14 or 15 other ministers uh, who are also looking for increases in their area. Fierce protests have broken out in Russia against President Vladimir Putin's plan to mobilise hundreds of thousands of reservists to support its military campaign. Independent monitoring group OVD Info has now said more than 2,000 people have been detained across the country for demonstrating. It comes as a referendum continues in four occupied areas of Ukraine on whether people there want to stay under Russian control, with local reports of Russian-backed officials going door-to-door with ballots and refusing to let citizens leave. Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky has urged the new Russian troops to surrender. The world will react absolutely justly to the pseudo-referendums. They will be definitely condemned and for the criminal mobilisation that the occupiers are currently trying to carry out in Crimea and other parts of Ukraine which they still control. 
Italians headed for the polls on Sunday and the country is expected to elect its most radical far-right Prime Minister since the end of World War II. Exit polls gave Giorgia Maloney, who leads the Brothers of Italy party, a clear majority of 41 to 45% against 25 to 29.5% of the left-wing bloc. This means Maloney could become the country's first female head of government ever and that Italy would have its most right-wing coalition government since the Second World War. Italy correspondent for The Times, Tom Kingston, says fed-up voters are looking for a new face and like the sound of her stance on things like tax cuts and closed borders. She's promising to be the kind of leader that Italians um, feel they haven't had for about 10 years. And that's um, basically a directly elected leader because over the last 10 years, um, Italian governments have been the result of last-minute compromises, backroom talks, or just technocrats coming in like Mario Draghi. Still to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, Cork Rowers win gold in Czech Republic and Rihanna to play Super Bowl halftime show. Right after this. Welcome back. In mind have been a great weekend for Ireland in football as Stephen Kenny's men lost 2-1 to Scotland or in golf where Leona Maguire missed out on a playoff by a single stroke in the Women's Irish Open. But at the World Rowing Championships in Czech Republic, everything was coming up gold and bronze with four medals in the bag including a bronze for Sinita Perspore and Zoe Hyde in her first double skulls as a duo. Gold again went to Paulo Donovan and Fintan McCarthy who were typically modest about another win. Um, well, I don't know, like... There's no expectation or pressure really, like I think that's just something people talk about, you know, and we wouldn't be too concerned about what people think. We don't know that much about American football, but we love the Super Bowl halftime show and this year is set to be a cracker with Rihanna in the headline slot. She announced the news herself on Sunday night with an iconic picture of just her hand holding an American football on her Twitter page. It's going to be her first time performing in five years and it's also the first time that Apple Music have sponsored the halftime event. And Dr. Dre went on Apple Radio on Sunday night to big her up. I don't know if I've ever been that nervous before. Not only that, I don't know if I've ever looked more forward to a Monday morning. It's an extreme amount of pressure, but it's fun at the same time. And when it's done, it's like goosebumps, bro. Because she has the opportunity to really blow us away. We've been given a first look at the new Netflix mystery ministries, The Watchers, based on the true story of a married couple who, after moving into their dream home in New Jersey, are harassed through ominous letters signed by a stalker named The Watcher. American horror story duo Ian Brennan and Ryan Murphy created this one with a cast including Naomi Watts, Bobby Cannavale and Jennifer Coolidge, a.k.a. Stifler's mom. And the teaser trailer has certainly got us spooked. Allow me to welcome you to the neighbourhood. Do you know the history of the house? I've been put in charge of watching you. This message will not be the last. I am the watcher. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris. 
Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday, the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.